call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the Greedy Man. What's up, everybody? Got many clients. Hello. Come from my Jesus, around. titty fucking Christ. Could it be any later on Labor Day, you fucking asshole? Don't rush me. Sorry, guys. It's been a very eventful last couple days. But never mind that. Welcome to the Po Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Jody B. And I'm back. I got a new episode. This one kind of fell into my lap, to be honest with you. I've had a couple mishaps lately with just guests. It's nothing personal. It just, you know, shit has to reschedule sometimes. So it's been an issue the last couple weeks. I just haven't really been able to get anything in the can. So now we're going live to tape with the episodes. This week was actually a really fun episode. Two guests... Number one, Dave Hodge, former guest, friend of the show. The main guest, the person who, who kind of came out of left field and, and really helped me out by stepping up to the plate, Gareth from the Gareth's Random Ramblings podcast. It was a lot of fun. Uh, he had been doing some drinking throughout the day, and come to find out, it was actually 12 a.m. the next day where he was. And I just, I know I say it a few times in here, but that just, it makes me laugh to think that, oh shit, like somebody around the world is actually, it's tomorrow. It's just, I don't know, it fucks with my head a little. It was a very fun episode. Um, I tried to make the topic about uh, jobs, Labor Day, you know, make it fun. We recorded this Saturday and. I had a lot of other shit come down Saturday afternoon on into Sunday morning, which is why the episodes is late this week. So, sorry about that. I'll get more into that after the fact, uh, but I'm not going to sit here and beat around the bush. I want you motherfuckers to jump right in with uh, the talk today. So, sit back, you bitches, and enjoy my conversation about work with Gareth and Dave Hodge. If you work too hard and you need a little rest, try my Easy Life Rub or put some of my Boss Fix Jam in your breakfast. Try a little bit of... Hey now. Stands on every corner and calls my name. Now won't you tell me if you can? Cause life's so hard to 
a beautiful, beautiful day. Starting off early with some Travis Tritt. Lord have mercy on the working man. Which is appropriate, considering Labor Day is coming up. I felt like it was a perfect song to open with. And I have a special guest from halfway around the goddamn world. I've, I've made attempts recently to just wrangle some people up, and it never fails. Every time I put out the call, this guy will return and say, Hey, I'll do it. What time? <laughs> and then it always turns into, well, there's a 14-hour time difference. <laughs> so I really didn't think it was ever going to work out. But to this morning, technically tomorrow, I have Gareth from the Gareth's Random Ramblings podcast. Hello. Hey, mate. To be brutally honest with you, man, I never ever thought this would happen too. For some reason, <laughs> I happen to be awake at uh, 20, uh, almost half past 12 here in the morning. And I'm awake. Thought, why not? Let's have a chat with you, mate. So uh, it's it's been good. We've finally been able to uh, get the odd time zones hooked up together at the same time. So well, see, cool. that's it's crazy because I mean, you don't really think about that until it's in that situation. Now, for anybody listening right now, I'm in the middle of Arkansas, in the good old United States of America, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It is 10 a.m. Um, or no, it's 9:30 here, and yeah. currently where Gareth is in Australia, it's <laughs> what time? <laughs> Uh, it is uh, yeah twelve twelve twenty four and here in uh, Brisbane where uh, it's normally a, it's normally really sunny and really really hot uh, but I can tell you right now at midnight normally when I'm sleeping <laughs> it's actually quite cold right now so um, I've got on like about three different layers of uh, clothes and blankets and stuff like that like I don't mind I don't mind being made out to be like a wuss. If you've listened to my podcast, you'll fully understand the fact that I don't mind being like a dickhead. Right. But it's 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 cold this morning. It is cold this morning, but I'm I'm happy. I'm all good. So yeah. That's crazy. I mean it's it's a part of the world that I might not ever get to explore. So I am curious, like have you been out of out of your country? Have you been anywhere over here or you have you stayed on, on your side for the most part? Uh, yeah, so uh, born in New Zealand, okay. uh, moved over here to Australia about five, six years ago, and my wife and I are actually planning <laughs> what we call so far the fart, but we're waiting to change the name. It's the fantastic American road trip, oh. um, otherwise known as <laughs> the fart, and we plan on getting over there and basically hiring a car and driving. Um, when that will happen, we're not sure because, you know, money, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, it's um, not cheap. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not cheap. No, we, we did it before. And like, I'm, I'm, it's way too early in the morning here to try and do the conversions. So you can do it yourself. But I think to get us over there, just for us to show up and from like uh, Brisbane to LA, um, it's about two, two grand, about two grand Australian. So probably about a grand, grand and a half American, roughly around about there, for us to get there. I'm not talking about it's coming back. That's the I'm plane not talking trip, right? about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about staying there. I'm not talking about food. I'm not about. That's just getting on the plane, flying 14, 15, 16 fucking hours, however much it is, to land there, and then go right. We're in America. What do we do? I don't know. Is that where you would start your adventure? Pick up. Yes, there? that would be that would be where I start the fart and uh, carry on. Um, still trying to work the name out because I know Americans are very proud of their country and I don't know if it'd be smart if I show up going, I'm going to take a fart in America. No, actually, I think think it's perfect. Uh, People, (laughs) let me just say this. I've lived here my whole life. 
Um, uh, one thing that we enjoy more than patriotism and, and not disrespecting our country is a good fart joke. So I would <laughs> highly recommend keeping that the same. There's Ah, uh, done. There we go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not meant in any disrespect. It was just American road trip. And I went, huh, but else can we stick in front of that? We can put F. And, <laughs> um, yeah, my wife straight away started doing the whole, you sure you want to do that? Remember, over in America, they have guns. So if you piss someone off, <laughs> oh. I'm like, yes, everyone we see is going to have a gun and shoot me just because I said I've had a fart. That's no. I don't, so, think, I don't think you'll get shot. You might get shot at. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> uh, some of them aren't that great great at shooting. So, uh, <laughs> But you can uh, pretty much I'm, count everybody's going to have a gun depending on which part of the country you're in, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm too much of a smartass anyway, so I've got to be like careful. <laughs> just whatever I say. I'm, I'm, I would be one of those, like, and of course, hugely um, stereotype here because, you know, all of our culture basically comes from America, from movies and stuff. But I'd be like the person walking around wearing blue, and they'd be like, dude, you got to wear red around here. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm a Kiwi. I'll be fine. And obviously, they don't ask. <laughs> but like, you have a weird accent. Where are you from? New Zealand. Yeah, we don't do that around here, right? But hey, I don't know. You would be I just said to very be. surprised at how much we yeah. appreciate accents here, too. <clears throat> I, uh, I've, I've said to Bex, I'm just going to wear an all black shirt, which yep. is basically just black and the little kiwi logo on it so if anyone says oh where are you from i can just point to it <laughs> new zealand you know lord of the rings movies from yeah new the dude from red pool uh, deadpool yeah yeah um, new zealand yeah me <laughs> it's gonna be it that's all i've got i'm just gonna be like yeah deadpool yeah fat kid yeah that's me my country yay me yeah <laughs> that's the crazy thing man like i think we've spoken just in text you know or uh twitter messages back and forth and i don't yeah. i'm not too keen on new zealand i I know Mark Hunt. I like him. <laughs> it's, it's about all I got, man. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, it's, 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 it's a lot of, um, I, I do get a lot of the time uh, that, you know, being so close to Australia and being so linked to like, Australia and New Zealand kind of thing. Sort of like um, normally you'd think of America and Canada or America and Mexico. Not necessarily linked in any way, but if you think of those two countries, you normally think, that together kind of thing just because of the border right so i get a lot of you know oh you're australian oh that's cool put another shrimp on the barbie <laughs> i was like we don't do that you know it's, it's fine it's cool but uh yeah um but uh, it's it is it's one of those amazing things because new zealanders and australians are so close the only thing is we speak slightly differently that's so, it so i have to ask and i've only heard yeah. this before um is there really as much heat there between being a kiwi and being an aussie that uh oh you call somebody the wrong shit you're liable to get into a verbal disagreement with somebody <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we pull out our nines and our glocks and just go shooting that's, that's right. basically all it is what yeah. the fuck did uh, you call me <laughs> yeah. you call me a fucking Aussie fuck you bitch no um not really it's, it's more of like a fun fun friendly jabs kind of thing you know like right. unless there's a rugby game playing or anything where it's New Zealand versus Australia then it's a fucking shit's problem. on the line. That's it. We're done. Like, <laughs> shit, I, I've seen fights start at Australian versus New Zealand grass growing competitions. You know, it's basically I don't care if that's New Zealand soil. That's mine. Grow you good thing. Grow that kind of thing. It's it's insane. Hmm. Yeah. I think it, it. Your comparison to us in Canada is very similar. I mean, it's realistically the only difference is with the way we talk. <laughs> they got yeah, some different things I going on up there, but for the most part, if you put if you line us up. You're not going to know us until somebody says something. That's just how it is. Yeah. 
and even even then it's still very much a tricky dicky kind of thing you know like when jim carrey first started for example it's like yes oh he's american that's fine wait right. what he's from canada he doesn't walk around going oh it's a boot dignity and it's a boot just because once again you know we get all our canada rippings from like south park and all that kind of so right. well, we basically just yeah you mean to say a boot okay fine that's cool i think the only one yeah. that i caught early from him was sorry because he does say that in a few of his movies where it's just i'm sorry you know and it's like wait a minute like, i heard that you fuck yeah what is ah well, what's what's sorry oh they gotcha yeah no but see like like the father funny thing too is that um when we watch tv and stuff like that now most of in new zealand most of the stuff when i was growing up was from america so we watched friends we had the simpsons we had the friends we had the simpsons we had the uh, friends you know, and then simpsons and then Seinfeld. friends and simpsons yeah that kind of thing <laughs> so we basically you know anything that we had that was meant to be taking the piss or whatever was over the top you know like i didn't realize californians weren't walking around the town going radical man is so fucking amazing man that's awesome you know, that kind of thing yeah or you know, you had Cletus, it was like the whole, you know, slack jawed yokel kind of thing, you know. Like, I didn't realize that was you guys taking the piss out of yourselves as well. Oh, yeah. We just thought that was, uh, that's how you guys talk down the bottom. It was like, hey, Brandon, get off the dang roof, all that kind of stuff, y'all. The problem you is, know, that you thing, can find yeah. that. <laughs> I have, we want to go to a, a family reunion with me. I'll show you about eight different dialects of this shit here. <laughs> it's weird, man. And, and this is just one part of the country. It's, you can go. I don't know, eight hours in any direction, and there's a very good chance you will hit a completely different dialect of speaking. See, where I'm from, like from, I, I, I used to live in Wellington, which is kind of like if you look at a map in New Zealand, the North Island is right down the bottom. If you drive eight hours north, you just make it to Auckland, kind of thing. If you drive eight hours in any other direction, you're going to have water. Like, it's so damn small. Like, even here in Brisbane, like, we're on the coast of the east side. So, you drive eight hours inwards, you're still going to be in this, the state of Queensland, um, but you're still in, in Australia because this place is fucking huge. It's really um, big. But when you, compare, yeah. when you compare it to New Zealand, it's crazy. Like, even like when we were planning our road trip, I'm like, oh, we can go to, um, what was the one we had before? We're like, I want to go to Atlanta to see The Walking Dead, and then I want to go to um, California. Bex wants to go to Florida to see um, Disneyland and all this kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. we want to go to New York, and I want to go to Chicago, and I want to go to Alabama would be cool, and I want to go to Phoenix and see all these other guys, you know, see, um, you know, like Mike Jolitz and, and Arizona, all that kind of stuff. To be like, that looks cool, that'd be fine. Until you pull out a map, yeah. and then you realize that's insane there's there's way too far of a distance even to fly it's a lot to pay to play to flight you're going to be paying a shitload of money yeah to then take four or five hours on a plane where you're like yeah this is great i can see the the this part of america from a plane looking down great <laughs> there's no real like you can't really go driving because this takes like two weeks or whatever to go from one side to where we want to go all around the place so right. No, and yeah. you could definitely navigate it, but it's going to take a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to go all we the got... way around the outside and just do like a circle. Uh, and uh, you could hit all the main stops, but fuck, man, that's going to be some driving. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, yeah, we've, we've got like two weeks because, you know, Bex and I only get two weeks off every year. So we're like, we got two weeks off. We've got to try and do all this kind of stuff. But, like, I want to go do like the um, like real slightly nerdy things, like, you know, and take a photo outside Area 51 or go to the black letterbox that's out that way kind of thing too. As yeah. well as then go to see the the set of The Walking Dead. 
and then I want to go to, you know, real nerdy shit that you just like, if I had five weeks, I still probably wouldn't be able to go and do it properly. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be able to relax and chill and go and see everyone I want to see. Right. But you'd be driving the whole time. But one thing that's kind of cool about it, and it would kind of freak you out, I mean, is we have a few states along that drive that would take forever to get through. Like, Texas is a Mm. big fucking state. Uh, It's part of the the continental United States, so you don't really pay attention to it, but it's... Like, for instance, we went to Disney World, okay? I live in the middle of Arkansas that's right above Louisiana, right to the right of Texas. You know, we're right there. So, if you leave here right now, you will be in Florida in eight hours. You will go down to the right, uh, and in about eight hours' time, you will actually technically be in Florida. You'll be in, uh, I believe, Pensacola, somewhere right up around what they call the panhandle, which is the the top Mm -hmm. left part. But then, (laughs) to get to Orlando, you have to go... (laughs) All the way across, and then you got to go down. And you could literally spend 10 hours in the car just driving across the state of Florida. <laughs> That's the crazy part, is there's a Which, few moments where you're not going to see anything different for a, yeah. a little bit. When most bands or whatever came to New Zealand, you know, they were doing the tour of New Zealand, which means they stopped off at Auckland. Right. And that was it. There was no tour of it's more than one <laughs> one place, guys. That doesn't really fucking make sense, you know. But they'd be like, We're touring New Zealand, we're in Auckland. So you would drive up from Wellington. And I remember once I think uh, we went to go see Lincoln Park. They were performing at they started at seven thirty or Stone Sour was starting at seven thirty. We left at like half past six that morning, drove all the way up had enough time that we could have lunch and all that stuff, relax and chill, get to the middle of Auckland, fight all the traffic, go to the concert, get back in the car and drive home the next day. Kind of like basically left the gig, went home um, in time for work the next day. And we could do that. And then you look at a map and you realize you did like the entire North Island basically twice in a day. Jesus but when you look at a map, it doesn't look like much. However, when you look at a map of America, like what we've been doing, as you said, you know, you can drive that far, and that's eight hours. But then from here to there is also eight hours. But it doesn't look like that. It looks a hell of a lot bigger going from, as you said, from like, you said you're in Arkansas, was it, sorry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arkansas to Florida. And then going from Florida to Florida. <laughs> it's like the same <laughs> amount of time. It's you exactly the going, same. How does that work out? That makes no fucking sense. It's but fucking you know dumb. What? That's fine. Yeah. I don't know. And see, I'm curious about, so you're from, from New Zealand. I've, I've heard the facts between like Australia and New Zealand. I think it's funny that they say, you know, Australia has uh, the most deadliest shit, like the seven most deadliest fucking things in the world that could kill you. And then mm-hmm. New Zealand, there's not even really bugs. Like there's, we don't have shit here that'll kill we, you. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have bugs. We only have one spider, I think, that will kill you. And it's a white, uh, white back. Um, and... Excuse me, and you see one, you go, "Oh shit, that's so it's so small and so tiny, right?" You just go, "Oh shit, whatever will I do?" Bang, that's it, killed it, done, see you later, kind of thing. We're here in Australia, and I say this at twenty to one in the morning with my legs underneath the desk, and it scares the shit out of me even thinking of this. Uh-huh. But <laughs> if you want to have some fun, if you want to have some fun, and please, for the love of Christ, do not send me these photos on Twitter. Um, look up tunnels, tunnel spiders. Or huntsman spiders. Yeah. Look at the size of those motherfuckers. And then you tell me that they, they yeah, it's, 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 I don't know how anyone lives here, to be honest with you. Like, even I just go, yep, cool. 
um, we had a baby huntsman in the house that we're living in at the moment when we first moved in because it hadn't been lived in in a couple of months or so. And the baby huntsman itself, like, no shit, probably the size of an Xbox controller yeah. or a PlayStation controller. Fuck That was that. the size of it. <laughs> and it was a baby. <clears throat> and the only reason I know it was a baby is because it still had its, like, fur on it and not brown like an adult one was. Right. An adult one would hide behind a dinner plate and you'd just see the feet come out from the back of it kind of thing. Oh. Like, those are huge motherfuckers. Go fuck yourself, um, man. <laughs> they, funnily enough, hunt down birds. They, hence why they're huntsmen, they will get birds and all that kind of stuff. The good just, thing is, though, uh, if you have those spiders, you never have any problems with flies. You never have any problems with the mosquitoes. You never have any problems with anything else. If you just look at the spider and go, oh, you shit. stay on your shit, I'll stay on mine. Be cool. Lovely. That's actually <laughs> a really good point. Like, I never even thought uh, about that. That mm, probably is great. Yeah. I, I think two yeah. of the scariest online videos I've seen with spiders have been with Australia. There's the one where the guy flushes the toilet and the spider falls out from under the rim and it's sitting there, like, running on water as the toilet's flushing. And then there's yep. the, the funny one where the, the little kid's holding the video camera and the guy's trying to put the bowl. It's a spider on the roof. And he gets up yep. and he tries to put the bowl on there and it jumps off. With like, I almost shit my that pants. That one? Yeah. <laughs> that one? That one, is a fem- that, one, that one there is a female huntsman. They're the slightly smaller ones. So you look at that video and you go, that's slightly smaller? It's like, yes. No. They get bigger than that. So, yeah. My favorite one, uh, my favorite uh, spider video, which I love showing my wife because, you know, I'm a prick, um, is the one where <clears throat> it's a pregnant woman, a pregnant female spider, and the guy goes, oh, I got this. It's all cool. And smacks it with his um, uh, broom. Yeah. And so he goes, bang, kills it, lifts his broom up. And as he lifts his broom up, all the babies just go. <laughs> and that means it goes from one to like a thousand. Like a so nightmare. a thousand of these little baby tiny <laughs> spiders just go running away, and you can see them go bang. Oh shit! At that point, I think you just grab a flamethrower or a link a link scan and a lighter and just burn your house down. That's probably the best. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the safest bet. Obviously, yeah. it, it's theirs now. It's their house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you're just paying rent to the spider. It's fine. It's all good. I was a. Uh, yeah. I was a bug guy, like a pest control exterminator for uh, about yeah. five years. So I got real real in-depth with the, the killing of bugs and stuff like that. So it fascinates me, the, you, the country you're in right now. Like I know of a few yeah. of those things. And uh, it's amazing how we coexist, right, without just getting murdered every fucking day by some spider that oh. can literally just kill you. It's like... We've got a couple. Oh, we got a this- black widow. You know, we got a brown recluse spider, and really, they won't kill you. It's if you if they bite you and you don't do shit about it, then you might lose an arm or you might die. But for the most part, we don't have like literally will kill you bugs here. That's uh, that's insane to me. I I got a friend of mine who's um <clears throat> so I'm about. Uh, just to give you a little bit of heads up here, I, I don't know the American. I think I'm about 270 pounds. I think it is 130 kilograms. Okay. So I'm not I'm not a skinny guy. I'm I'm a bigger guy. I have a friend of mine who's about 75 kilograms wet. Like he's nothing. Right. He's about my height, but he's just skinny as hell. He he looks at food and can just go cool and burn off weight. Where I'll look at food, sniff it, and gain weight. He's a he's I love him so much, but Marco, you're a prick. But um, he was saying that he went out for a hike one day and got bit by a spider. And he didn't realize that he'd been bit by a spider. He just thought he'd been, um, you know, stung by a tree or whatever. Well, you know, like just scratched his leg on a tree. 
um, until he looked down and saw this thing walking away. And he's like, okay, that's not cool. Looks down, sees the two puncher marks and goes, okay, that's not cool. And then I think there was a third thing he saw or his friend said something to him. And it ended up being like Charlie Brown. Like it was like, hey, dude. What's that? And he went, oh, that's not good. Uh-oh. And ended up, he ended up in an ambulance helicopter. The spider was like millimeters from his femoral artery and his leg or the main one going back to. Hello. Gareth, are you there? Hello. I'm here, mate. Yeah, I'm here. I'm so sorry, man. I had that three-way call set up, and when uh, Dave clicked in, it bumped you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I'm, 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 I, I know I was rambling. I'm sorry. No, you're not rambling yeah. at all. I it's, told uh, yeah. told Dave we were talking about spider bites, and just to get you caught up, everybody, uh, Dave Hodge, King Hodge, uh, the beast from the <laughs> east, fucking comedian extraordinaire from New Jersey, is joining us uh, on this, this Labor Day podcast show extravaganza so welcome dave welcome uh, man how you been great great i'm just sitting here talking with gareth uh dave gareth is in australia currently and it's actually uh 12 a.m sunday where's that so you're actually talking yes. into the future right now i'll have uh, you know it's uh <laughs> it's a like quarter to one quarter to one in the morning and here i am sitting in my cold uh, office with my leg underneath my desk talking about killer spiders so as you can imagine, I'm just fucked around the second, so it's all good. <laughs> well, you guys have the worst spiders to deal with out there, so, you know, we've we got a bunch of these in comparison. We've got ones that are the size of dinner plates, so they can take down small birds, and I mean, like, by, like, parakeet kind of size, you know, not not this little Nancy Pansy, oh, it's a sparrow, that's not going to do it. No, <laughs> parakeet-sized birds, you know, just come here, take it down, gone. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy because... We go hiking a couple of times, and you'd see, like, they call them funnel web spiders. They're based tunnel, put a little bit of show down, and then jump out at you. And if you don't stay, if you go off the track ever so slightly, it's kind of like, good luck. <laughs> Basically, you, you, you stay on the track, and if you see the tunnel, you just stay the fuck away from them. Just, just don't even try it. Just stay away. Um, we, we go for a walk just down the road from where we live here. And um, our dog likes to go with us. And when we get to a certain point, I know there's about seven of the tunnels ready to go. So the leash gets pulled back very, very tightly. Because <laughs> I can't be bothered <laughs> dealing with a dog who's been bitten by a spider. It's just like, nah, not a way I want to spend my day. Let's put it that way. Jesus. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Well, uh, fellas, I, I brought us here today. Basically, I would like to just kind of introduce people to people uh turns out dave has a podcast too we had an episode recently gareth uh where i had dave on and we didn't even talk about that shit so i want to spread the word that's kind of what i'm doing today it's labor day i was thinking about jobs like shitty jobs you know albeit i had my share yeah i figured it would be interesting to have a nice little culture mix so do me a favor you guys go ahead and and get your shows out right now let everybody know where to find it so there's no confusion We'll lead some people there and hopefully get people on that. All right, then. Well, my uh, show is uh, Gareth's Random Ramblings. Uh, we just celebrated uh, the 10th year of me doing it. Uh, so we've been doing it for quite a little while. Uh, my wife joins me. She's been doing it for the last seven years. Uh, you can find us on iTunes at Gareth's Random Ramblings, uh, or you can look on our website, uh, Gareth's Random Ramblings.com. We 
finally upgraded from the dot space because I had some money from my tax return. So <laughs> it was good. <laughs> uh, we do the Uncomfortably Funny podcast. We uh, we go live on Facebook Periscope Monday night, 7 to 9 p.m. usually this week, you know, for the American holiday we're off. And, uh, and normally you can find us there. You can find us on Facebook and uh, Uncomfortably Funny podcast on Twitter, Uncomfortably FU. Uh, we are on iTunes and everything else. Uh, and, you know, Podbean and all that fun stuff. Okay. That's all the business. Now. And UncomfortablyFunny.com, which I'm terrible funny. at updating. <laughs> Good luck. Isn't it such the a only way that my up website updates, bro, is because I've got it set up automatically whenever we do a new episode, it pits up that way. I have not nice. updated it since, I think, yeah, like seven months ago, Bex and I were doing like a singing challenge. And it was one of those, vote for us, and one of us will have to sing a song. I think that's still on the website. I've just been that lazy. We've done it, finished it, did it like three more times, and then I think it's still the original one. So, who knows? It's, uh, well, I'd rather see the original where it's not prepared totally, you know, right. where you're not warmed up for it, and you're not <laughs> really right. sure what's going on. That's usually a lot more. Bloopers. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems like a lot of stuff to keep up with, just doing social media. And I don't even have a website, so kudos to you guys for putting in that kind of effort. Because I'm just—I don't have the time to fucking be in there updating and reading. If you look at that website, Oof. you would understand why it's not that hard. Because I have not updated. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you get that sale on GoDaddy, and it's okay to buy the website and get the, the domain and the cheap hosting. Then it's like, oh yeah, let me make sure I update everything. Yeah. <laughs> so did you use like a what site makes it worse for us? I'm sorry. What makes it worse for us is that when we do our live show and all that kind of stuff, we have to update it. But we also have to work out that most of our listeners do come in America. So we've got to try and work out a good time for people. And I think at the moment we record, well, we're recording in about eight hours from now. So normally it's later on in the Saturday afternoon when most people are, I don't know, spending time with their family, watching sports. The last thing they want to do is listen to a podcast from two New Zealanders in the country on the other side of the world talk about absolutely bullshit nothing. So we're still trying to work that one out, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, you, man. That, that, uh, thankfully, that's why we have all the other platforms for people to listen. Uh, that's the one. Well, that's the good part about podcasting. It's it's not live radio. You just get it, you know. And you find it, and you listen to it at your leisure. And I think that helps a lot of people stay. I know some people that'll just li- like binge shows. They'll let it go for a month and then listen to three or four episodes if you're a weekly show you know just knock them all out in a row and it, that's fine you, you find your own way you do your thing oh yeah oh, there's some people that have the extra time to start editing and have best of clips for the week I'm like yeah I, I I barely have time to upload everything never mind you know I think I did one of those best of shows once it was just me smashing together all the endings of the show where I was just saying hey thanks for listening Thanks for listening. See you later. Thanks for listening. It's like that a shout out stuff. episode. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody, look, I mentioned you. Come check it out and repost this yeah. shit, huh? All the other ones, are, I used to work in radio, so I've got a fair few um, like interviews from people that I've got just hanging around, and it's like, oh, I'm too sick this week. Uh, here's my interview with Nancy Cartwright from like 2000 and something just after the Simpson movie got released. So enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> that one only took about nine years to do. So, yeah, that was fun. Man, you've been doing it for a long time. That's that's really yeah. crazy. There's a few of you guys floating around that I've I've come across now. It's just, man, are you are you have you been doing it consecutively like every week for 
10 years or is it like you take a break maybe one year you've had a few moments where you weren't doing it or what's what's your schedule been gareth i think i honestly honestly i think the only times i've really ever had a break in terms of like longer than a week um i think it was uh and i went through my first my, my divorce my first divorce um, I'm working on the second one right now with my current wife. She hates me, but it's fine. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think um, I lost my job at one point, and I just couldn't get happy to do it. And then the other one was um, my wife and I, we had a miscarriage. And, yes, we do talk about all this shit on the podcast as well, all happy stuff. Um, other than that, um, I think they're the only real times we actually took time, like we've taken time off. Um, other than that, yeah, it's been almost every every week every week since so it's impressive it's that's really impressive it's crazy man. no 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 it's it's mm. impressive to think of now like do you have children that i'm obviously i heard what you just said i'm just i'm curious yeah. like uh not not yet no no okay. we haven't um yet had that happen to us that's lasted longer than say three months or whatever it is yeah. um so this point no but okay. we are hopefully but we've got dogs we've got very busy lives we've got all that kind of stuff too and yet we still that's the one no matter how angry we are at each other no matter how busy we are no matter what we do we have that hour and a bit off that we do the podcast and that's it like everyone all of our friends know don't get us to come to your house on sunday morning because it's not going to happen we've got (laughs) our thing to do so yeah it's a good thing man you have designated like y'all time I think a lot of people yeah, don't get that really anymore, good. dude. Especially when you're talking about a marriage or, or even you just fucking, that's fun, you know. But like when you're where I'm at now, we've been married almost five years uh, together, almost 10 years. Like, we're cool. <laughs> it's nice to, to know that you're still willing to put in the effort to sit down and have a chat with somebody. And I bet you it keeps your relationship very healthy. Obviously, you just said you talked about these situations that most people might shy away from, but I mean, uh, fuck man like now you have that that's it's pretty cool i don't know if you realize that or if you hear it enough but it's pretty it's pretty impressive yeah well i appreciate that thanks very much man we we do it more of a yeah it's kind of a we think of it more along the lines of like it's cut it's, it's kind of like therapy for lack of a better word the fact that we can sit there and just even if it's just to us we'll have other you know people listening in and they can get in touch with us later or however it is but we kind of once again bent all that stuff out that we're like you know what sucks is it sucks when you have a miscarriage and as you said not most people will be standing in front of other people going yay guess what we had today you know yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah exactly. we've been busy we've been away so yeah you know what i mean yeah, that's the type of you know topic you're hoping uh, the listeners aren't having dinner you know while they're listening <laughs> yeah. yeah, or they've just gone. Oh, I've had such a shit day today, man. Oh, my head. Oh, I've almost. I need something to make me the... feel better, or something like yeah. that. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they turn on our podcast. It's like, so we had a miscarriage last week, and uh, we were in a bit fucked. Oh Christ, what happened now? Womp womp womp. No, man, I can appreciate uh, your honesty. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. another thing too. Is you have different forms of podcasting. You, some people will do a show as themselves, but it's still like a personality thing. They probably yeah. wouldn't include that shit. So I, I appreciate that you're you're being very open and honest, which I think ultimately will will get you more um, more avid listeners, more people that actually will connect with you guys because you're actually willing to open that part of your life up to them. So that's oh. cool and once again most most things like i 
don't really have anything that's you know oh i don't want to talk about that kind of thing because once again then you just sound like upstart kind of thing you know like you're like, like i don't want to talk about anything else i don't care oh i've if, if you've listened to our podcast half the stories start with me going either i was pissed i was drunk or i end up looking like a complete <laughs> utter twat and i don't care because it's, it's the truth that's what happened so oh, yeah. we enjoy it that way you know, there's no point in me going so i was talking to these guys and i was being amazingly awesome when really no i just go it was one in the morning gareth was pissed and jumped on started talking and wouldn't let anyone else talk it's great it's fine, fine. <laughs> we'll see hodge he has a show and you've got a few different people on your show right like a couple different hosts well yeah it's uh we have basically it's me anthony ennis and shay uh we're you know we've been doing this it's uh our two-year anniversary in a couple weeks and right. congrats yeah we, we thank you and like right. like you were saying you know you have to make that time for each other and being at this three of us we're making time you know, like it's not every single week because you know people take vacations and stuff, and people are away, or sometimes we'll have a show or something like that. You know, we, we, you have to make that special time for your family. You know, like you guys carve out that one hour just for you and your wife, and I'm sure you carve out other times as well. And you know, we we do that same thing with us, and you know, for our kids and stuff like that. And we, that's just this show. And me, Shane, and Anthony were on a different show for a year before that. Which is, you know, kind of, that's why we, you know, kind of had the same chemistry. It was just, we were tired of driving an hour away every week to do it. Where we, you know, we live like five minutes from each other. So it's a lot easier for us just to get together. Just sit there, you know, good friends. We're all comedians. We, you know, we shoot the shit about just about our lives, about comedy and people that we know. We have our guests on that 99% comedians. And, you know, we get to shoot the shit about the fun of the business, the shit of the business, touring, having, you know, mutual friends that you might, you know, might not know that you had in common beforehand. And like you said, similar stories like, Hey, you know, I was drunk this time and this happened to me. I come from a radio background. Like I used to do radio shows, do all the production, all that kind of stuff. As you can probably tell by my super cheerful, happy, deep voice, I always want to do like comedy and all that kind of stuff, but I've never really had the opportunity because I'm it's, it's strange. The radio stations I used to work for were very like radio friendly and you'd be able to slip in maybe with one or two little innuendos like a week. And that was it kind of thing. Right. But yeah. my, my sense of humor is, completely and utterly fucked up let's be honest and so you know like i'll crack jokes about any damn thing that i think's funny kind of thing and you're just like yeah can't really have that image of the radio presenter that's all nice and friendly and all this kind of stuff and then start talking about abortions or donald trump messing up something or our prime minister swapping over again for the eighth time in two years you know that like it didn't quite work well so I've always wanted to be, always wanted to give that a shot. So being a stand-up dude, that's that's awesome. Like, uh, what made you start doing that? Was it the old cliche? Someone said you're funny. You should do this all the time. Or uh, no, for me it was something I used to enjoy doing. I enjoyed, always enjoyed making people laugh. Being kind of a weirdo and having some fun with everything. Life makes you face certain situations, and how you deal with that. I used to use humor, so you know that got me through a lot of things. And people were like, you know, you're pretty funny. You're pretty funny. You know, you're pretty crazy. You're a fucking psycho. And I got all of that. <laughs> and I'm, you know, curious about it one day, and kind of old when I started. I'm like, ah, I'll check it out. Let me check this out. And I, you know, I, I stopped doing it for a couple of years after I started. And I got, went back and haven't looked back since because, you know, I regret that time I took off. Oh, that's awesome. Well, see, Dave, he's he's no spring chicken. I know you've, you've had a little time in with it. I've seen comics that, that will 
kind of hit or start tra- traveling the road really early. You know, 20-year-old people oh, yeah. barely can get into clubs and, and sooner in some cases. I think Chappelle was like 18 when he started doing the shit. It's crazy to me now looking back because there was a point where I was like, oh, I could do that. I'm funny. But then you think about it, like, I don't have any fucking life experience at all. Like, what am I going to talk about? I don't have any. I don't have an ex-wife. I don't have, you know, a, a car that got repoed. My house didn't fucking burn down. You know, like, there's certain things that I was like, you're going to have to experience this before you can have real perspective on shit. And so I appreciate older comics usually because if they make some kind of a joke or some kind of a remark or speak on something, I can go, oh, that guy's seen that happen. Maybe. Maybe he's completely full of shit. But if his character is that, you know, this self-deprecating, observational life humor guy, uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's I appreciate that a lot more, and I think you got to live to to pick up those experiences. Well, I'm, you know, Jody, I'm, I'm quite sure you, you've you've had some issues you've had to face, and you know, I've, I've seen you uh, make you know weird tweets about your situation, and you know, mm. and having fun with it. That, that's half the that's half of it right there, and then just you know <laughs> going up and actually saying it, you know, all the time. So. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It sounded like you just said then. Yeah, so you had some experiences to deal with. I mean, look at your face. That's yeah. what I heard. That's... I don't know if it's because it's one in the morning or uh, Australian internet is shit. But that was quite funny. So, yeah. He's a survivor. So that, that's something yeah. that you could actually bring some light to. You know what I mean? You know, in the, Especially in this country where people there's, you know, people getting shot all the time. You could... People need to have a joke about that. People need to laugh about shit like that because you know, it, otherwise we drive ourselves crazy. We want to, we want to choke other people. See, that's what we were talking about before. Like, you know, like I'm, well, when we come to America, like I want to do just a one stand-up routine somewhere just to say, "Fuck it, I've done it now. Who cares?" But yeah. like, once again, being a New Zealander in, a, in America trying to do stand-up for the first time is, am I, anyone going to notice half the shit that I say? You know, like I'm not exactly be like. So I was driving down in Auckland the other day, and I was driving in my car on the right hand side of the road, not the left, like idiots. Uh, you know that kind of thing. It's like I don't know what will work, but then again, my whole theory is, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'm never going to see these people again because they live in America. Bingo. I live on the other side of the world. <laughs> exactly. That's it. No, and Gary. I have a friend of mine from england and you know he even though he's been living in this country for 25 years now almost he his accent you know it's not as thick as it, it once was I, I, I bet but his accent is you know kind of thick and i i have to tell him i'm like listen you have to slow down when you're talking because all of a sudden all we hear is accent and it's kind of yeah. cute to hear the accent but we don't understand what the fuck you're saying <laughs> slow down <laughs> i'm like paul I mean, paul british cocksucker no filter paul funny guy but you don't fucking slow down when you're talking. We don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I have a guy who said, very said, Mike's sake, but come down when the fucking cut. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it does get a little confusing. Uh, no, I've, uh, done, I've done that a couple. I must admit, I've done that a couple of times. I've been on podcasts and I've had to slow myself down, kind of like what I'm doing now. Because once again, if I speak at my normal rate that I would normally talk with my wife or my friends or whatever. You guys would have no idea what the hell I'm saying, not just because I'm drunk, but because it would be a case of I'd be using slang, I'd be talking fast, I'd be spitting out my, my Maori words, and you'd be suddenly going, he said something about fucking a 
Papa or something? What the hell is that? Like, no, <laughs> something about the footy later on. All I heard was footy tonight. I, that's all I got. Yeah, out of yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rugby, what the hell is that? Rugby's tougher than in our, uh, uh, NFL? No, I, don't, I have something. I'm fucking <laughs> I think There are some tough questions. I know that. Uh, yeah. Gareth. Uh, so, Dave, no. Gareth is planning planning a, a road trip around America. What was it? You want to give me the rundown again? Give, give him the, the title <laughs> and the rundown. Go ahead. So, yeah, so my wife and I want to go for a bit of a road trip around America, and we decided to call it the FAST, the Fantastic American Road Trip. He wants to come here and, and do a cross-country travel and, and uh, just see all the landmarks. And I told him, I said, that'd be great. You should throw stand-up into that trip, Gareth. I'm serious. We got the freedom yeah. of speech here, baby. You can say whatever the fuck you want to on a stage. <laughs> Isn't that great? Hell yeah. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, yeah, but as, as I, was, I think we said before, like, yeah, in, in Australia here and in New Zealand and all that kind of stuff, we don't have people that have guns. Now, I'm not saying that every person in the crowd is going to have a gun, but we don't have guns. The only people that have guns are don't. cops or, yeah. And obviously being the um, the stereotype, you know, you're just like, oh, everyone walk around with guns, especially if they've got a, te- a Texas accent or have the big fucking cowboy hat, they're going to have a gun because, <laughs> you know, everything's bigger in Texas and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but they usually and, have a better sense of humor. Very true. Very true. Well, and, used to everybody yeah. next to them having guns. Yeah. Comedy clubs are kind of safe spaces. Safe. God damn. Time out. Take two. <laughs> Comedy clubs are actually like safe spaces here. You know, you can say now some of them have rules for open mics where you can't say certain words, and it's not because you can't say them. It's just because you can't say them because you're a beginner, and they don't want you yeah. on stage just going, "Well, the fucking bitch in the fucking car and my fuck fucking fucking." You know, they they will sometimes will take those words from you just so you're yeah. not leaning on them. But yeah, dude, you should definitely give it a shot if you're going across the country. I'd be mad at you if you didn't. Oh, I, I, I wanted to almost like turn it into like a, a slight a semi, um, like, uh, what do you call it, documentary? Yeah. And just be like some random person you throwing on America trying to stand up. The only reason why I thought of that would be fun and cool as well is because if we sold it, then I'd be able to afford to go to back to America and do it again. Love it. <laughs> I It'd be a great it's always about the Ford Yeah, it's always the Ford planning, I tell you. <laughs> There you go. The the comedy uh, fart. That's what's what's gonna happen in the near future. The com- <laughs> Boom. Oh, there you go. So we've got the fart, the road trip. We've got the comedic fart. That's the uh, DVD version of it. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it now. What <laughs> uh, can so I wear one tax? Um. So we're landing in. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be landing in LA. Um. Hey. And basically going from there. Like we got mates in. Um. Oh, I can never. Say. Is it Arizona? Arizona, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Um, my wife hates it when I say the wrong one because she's like, "It's Arizona, Gareth. It's not that hard to say." Because I just say <laughs> Arizona just to annoy her. Um, and you know, we're going there. Uh, then I think it's we're going to Vegas, and I want to go like to Chicago and Detroit and all that kind of stuff, just because. Um, but I also <laughs> want to do like um, I want to go to like um, uh, basketball games and NFL and all that kind of stuff because you know. When we go to rugby games and all that kind of stuff here, like the crowd can be eighty thousand people at the most, like that's a huge crowd. Where from what I've heard in America, like in a, in a uh, American football game, you can have like two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand, but I like huge amounts of people. Yeah, and I want to go to that just to be like, hey, you realize this is probably bigger than a small town in New Zealand. There's more people here watching this rugby game than there is in a town that we grew up in. 
You know, I mean, it just makes no sense to me. But I want to do it and see what happens. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, I but, know there's a lot of small towns in America too. So there's a lot of people that drive up to the big city for the game. Oh man! Well, you could go to like a Cowboys game. What? It's a Cowboys Stadium holds over a hundred thousand, right? Like a hundred and ten. Yeah, I believe so. Jesus, that's a fuck yeah. ton of people, man. <laughs> the town shit. I was when I used to live in had about like forty three thousand people, and that was on a good day. So yeah, it's it makes it's it blows my mind just how big as we're talking about how big America is because you look at a map and you're like, oh, it looks big, but it's yeah, it doesn't really look that big. Until, as, as we were saying before, we've done a bit of math trying to work it all out. And to do everything, we need to have like five, six weeks just to go and see oh, everything yeah. that we want to do comfortably. And we've got like three, three at the most. Right. So we're debating doing one side and then doing the other side next time. But It could be done. I think you might have to drive yeah. and fly. That's going to be the problem. If you're going to try yeah. to road trip it, it, you're only going to be able to do half. But if you maybe go from here to here, just skip some of that flat shit that's in the middle. You don't want to see all that. You know? <laughs> it's like Wyoming and Iowa, aren't they the same fucking thing or something like that? Like they're all flat? Is Mex- that right? Well, I think Wyoming's much. got mountains. Yeah. But yeah, it's Kansas. Kansas <laughs> and Oklahoma and fucking Iowa. This is flat. Fuck it. Fly over that shit and go to uh to boulder colorado or, or denver or wherever yeah. you know yeah. just just take a photo oh, just take the same photo. Dead, uh, yeah yeah there's no take reason the same to go photo to go, this Oklahoma. is alabama this is california this is the, it's the same photo i don't care it's flat who cares <laughs> stand on a fucking ladder and see a hundred miles either direction take this job and shove it i ain't working here no more Worst job experiences. Now, obviously, there might be some differences, but there should be some similarities. You know, just the the culture clash. I don't think will be that different. Have you guys had any experiences uh, in honor of Labor Day that you would like to share? Uh, something that happened at a job that uh, was either really bad or gross or memorable. Unfortunately, too many of those. <laughs> Have you ever taken a shot on your yeah. boss's desk? Have you ever had to, I don't know, drop kick an old lady at work? Anything that you think would be appropriate for for the listening audience, Dave? Uh, I'll, I'll go with a funny one. Uh, when I was younger, when I was in high school, I worked at Ma- uh, Mandy's, which is a out-of-business you know, female clothing store. And, uh, you know, I was like one of two guys that worked there. And, you, you know, of course, they had us do mostly cleaning, but, you know, I would help with the, you know, with, with not so much with the sales, but with stocking and all that fun stuff. Uh, while I was during that time, you know, uh, my dad sounded a lot like me on the telephone. So he would purposely, like when girls would call for me, would make believe he was me <laughs> and set up dates with these girls and say, yeah, you know, I'm going to be here knowing I'm going to be nowhere near that place. So one day I had uh, the girl I was dating senior high school found out that I was working instead of you know meeting her for our date and got really pissed at me and came in to start a fight with me physically. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, I wasn't even home. I couldn't have taken that call. I've been here since three. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, I'm so getting you, slapped in a store full of women. He's just fucking crank calling these chicks with. and getting you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been on your side if it had been a good yeah. sport about it. He might have got you laid a couple times. What a dick. 
Why would he get me later? It's more, it's more fun to have, watch me get slapped. And I, I, you know, son, I have his back on that one. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a shit, shit dad move to me. Has his own cell phone, so, you know, at least they know who they're talking to. Oh, shit, this is old. Um, do you guys remember the big, massive earthquake that hit Indonesia a few years ago? And by a few, I mean like almost a decade. Yeah, that's the one that Gilbert yes. Godfrey got in trouble for. Or was that the jet? That China? was the tsunami yeah. afterwards. That was a tsunami. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I got it so, yeah. so it was a tsunami afterwards. Anyway, so it fucked up the place. And the small town that I was in um, decided to do like a charity benefit for it, which was cool. And they wanted me because I was the guy from the radio station. So they wanted me to MC it, which is cool. I was fine. It was cool. Had to do like singing and dressing up in dresses and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, whatever. Don't care. But what made me laugh the most is that there was a girl that they were doing like a kung fu thing and they were got me in a headlock and the girl, girl said i'm gonna throw you off the stage oh so normally to me that means yeah off the side you know so they kind of oh look what i was going i was halfway through the air about to land on some old lady in the crowd <laughs> until i realized oh shit i should probably duck and roll on this one because this is not going to end well so Ducked and rolled, did all that, did everything awesome, you know, somehow stood up and went, yeah, cool, I meant to do that. <laughs> and um, then nice. I walked off, oh, it gets better, because they're a very, very religious, very religious town. So I went, oh, mummy, and I ran away, you know, as a joke and all this kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I ran outside, because I'd landed on my mic pack, so my back was hurting. So I ended up yelling out, holy fuck, that fucking hurt, what the fuck, who threw Shit, what a cunt. <laughs> and unbeknownst to me, my mic was still on. So right. this religious town of, like, everyone in the theater, there's like a good five, six hundred people, heard the guy from the radio station go, oh, fuck, what the fuck is going on? Fuck this shit. What a cunt. <laughs> and um, there were a few people afterwards that came up to me later and were going, uh, yeah, so about that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they left your mic on. Uh, we can hear everything. <laughs> And I mean everything. Now, the girl that threw me off was a good sport and like, you know, she cracked up jokes about it and all that kind of stuff and I got a date, so I was happy. But even better. Uh, yeah. Even better. Um, it made me laugh just the fact of that was like my worst at work kind of story. The fact that I yelled out, What a C bomb in front of a religious town in a very uh, family friendly oh, fundraiser. I love it. <laughs> and here I am just running around screaming the C bomb. It was great. Great. Nice. Nice pretty fucking good i remember uh my first long-term job was at a pizzeria and i worked there for a few years and even with like my accident you know it was the year that i got shot it was so it was november i started working at the place that following march so what's that like five months six i started working at this place all bandaged up had a big thing on my face you know covering the hole and uh my, my hand and so i made lemonade out of lemons um, and th- it was an okay job. The sh- shit pay, but within like a year, they made me a manager. They gave me a key, all that good shit. The guy that owned it was a piece of shit, and it was basically <laughs> a, a tax write-off for him to where he was just, he would come and take money out of the, the drawer, like during the daytime. He's like, I need some cash. And just, it was real shitty what he was doing. <laughs> it was his secondary little hustle, you know? Nice. So, good for him. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate it now, knowing that was that's the deal. But at the time, being the kid that worked there for seven eighty five an, an hour, you know, I was not digging it. Put in a few years there, and it went belly up. Just one one night, uh, or one morning, excuse me, I had to come in uh, to work that evening. They called me, my boss, and he said, I need you to come down here uh, and bring your keys. And I was like, okay. So come down, we get told, basically, the business is closing. We're not getting paid. For the time Ooh, that we already put in, work for two weeks, guys. And sorry, we'll get you your check when we get you your check. So, um, I'm not yes, happy. Yeah. I'm not happy about the situation. We hang out. We figure we already got all the food and the and the beer and stuff that's there. So myself and a few of the other employees, we just sit there that afternoon and get hammered. We're drinking out of the taps. I'm not. I'm. I think 18, 19 at the time. We're just sitting up there, just pounding chicken wings and beer. And uh, people come up, knock on the door. We got the, all the lights off. Like it's we're closed, baby. You can't come in. <laughs> Sorry, you know. And yeah. after see, now you could have shared at that point. You know, we should have. But at that point, we were so pissed off at the owner, we were just like, "Nah, fuck that." Because he didn't even come down there. He sent his secretary, like his bookkeeper, down there to tell us. Uh, so at this point, we're uh, all like, "Fuck him." Well, what they didn't know is I made a sec- I made a secondary key of that 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 back door key they gave me. And so after we got through drinking for eight, nine hours, and then we go back to my house with the secretary, whom we all tried to bang, but I don't think nobody did. Later that night, we went up there and we stole so much shit from that restaurant. Jesus Christ. We took beer kegs. I took neon signs. (laughs) I took plates, (laughs) chicken wings, fucking bags of cheat. Like, I said, fuck this dude. He owes me this, like at least this much money. So we went in and we just ramshacked that fucking place. <laughs> well, you got your money back, sort of. Well, actually, it wasn't that bad. Uh, we went back to my house. We stored everything away. And what, eventually what happened is we didn't take anything that was more than just, you know, like food and bullshit like that. We did take a, two beer kegs, which we sold later and made a couple hundred bucks, I think. But... uh we ended up having to give back some of the neon signs because the dude threatened to like take like call the cops because apparently neon signs are really expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. I took like ten of those motherfuckers, and uh, I think they said that a few of them, you know, a couple hundred dollars a piece. So yeah, it was a lot of money that I ended up ran running off with. So I kept like three and took back all the rest. But it was just a moment in time where it's like. You put in that kind of time, and then to get like an anchor dropped in your lap like that, and it's like, oh well, kid, fuck off, and you're not getting paid. It was like we, we all had a moment <laughs> where it was like, I don't even care. We're stealing everything. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, I, I was kind of like that just because you know I was that age and where I grew up and everything. So after I lost that job at the the clothing store, uh, where also I used to, well, I, I didn't get fired for it, but I would I would you know have girls come by and tell me what they want. And I would, you know, take it out with the garbage and then sell it to them for half price outside. But after I got fired from that whole slapping incident, I wound up working for like a week and a half over at Burger King. And uh, I had my dad once again come by, though, and just unloaded the day we, you know, once I figured out how inventory worked, I'm like, oh, we could walk off with, a, you know, a couple cases of Whoppers, a couple of the French toast sticks. Let's see what else we could get, grab out of this joint. And then I wound up, you know, getting fired from that job because I took a day off. When I, you know, when, they, when I didn't have enough coverage for the, for me, I'm like, oops. I'm like, you know, you don't care about those jobs when you're that young. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, man. Just congratulations for for 
staying in the workforce as long as you can and working through all the bullshit you know it's hard enough just getting up out of bed every fucking day but to know that we're all putting on our fucking boots and we're all going to work and uh yeah that's what we do <laughs> putting boots it's to asses to, it's good to know it's a very it is a very international thing the fact of you know everyone out there does jobs that we all think is shit it's good oh, to yeah. know that over <laughs> here it's not just you guys over there it's everybody and it, you know, not only that it's every industry too no matter what even if you're doing things that you love there's always shit parts to whatever work you uh, do you know what i mean i if i was offered a radio job tomorrow doing it like i would do it all like, all over again i loved that kind of stuff and um yeah we had a few bosses that we had a boss that was a uh, his former job i think two beforehand or whatever it was he was the armed defender squad leader so probably SWAT team for you guys um so he was very calculated in terms of no we're going to do this because you know he was used to being in places where people had guns and they would shoot you know what i mean so you know you don't really want to just run in and go ah oh, fuck it let's see what happens oh we got killed oh well who cares very <laughs> cautious and calculating type fella yes right. yeah yes which sucked though however if you were sitting there at certain points you're like we need to know what we're doing now like the radio stations died like we need to figure out what's going on what do you want us to do Right. And he would sit there for like a good 30 minutes and be like, right, okay, this is what we're going to do. And in that time, I'd already figured out what was wrong, fixed it, got it all sorted, and went, right, well, this is what the actual problem was, and this is what we're doing. So, stiff shit. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, there's times, obviously, yeah, you need to be calculated. You need to know what's going on. You need to balance up this, that, next thing, you know. But whether or not just to hit play on the CD because the radio station died, you don't really need to think too hard on that one. And he would no, say no, good. No. Do something. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But people in charge are always gonna want to feel in charge and you're not gonna be able to stop that. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. It was crazy. It's the man. You're trying to yeah. keep us down, god damn it. Exactly. <laughs> well fellas, yeah. uh congratulations to both of you for being hard working men in today's society. A shout out to all the men, women, and children. Uh around the world that put in that work i appreciate you guys coming through you're my clutch players for the week because i kind of didn't have anything and you have kind of <laughs> saved my ass so gentlemen i would like to say thank you very much for your time gareth i'm sorry that it's fucking tomorrow <laughs> where you're at right now and uh hey, i'm having a good rest. sunday already and it's still saturday morning I'm, I'm doing pretty good that's the way i'm looking at it hey i like exactly. that that's not bad so this is the yeah. call into the future you guys uh have a wonderful rest of the weekend and uh yeah, we'll be in touch. Now we made some new friends. Definitely. Anytime you guys want to chat, come back. Fucking holler at me, okay? You got it, Jody. Nice to meet you, Garrett. You too, mate. Yeah, and next time I'm feeling insomniac, I'll, I'll give you a bell. Wow. All right, you got it, man. <laughs> Take it easy, fellas. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks. And there you have it. Everybody, may I introduce Gareth uh, from Brisbane, Australia? He's a really awesome guy. And I'm happy to know him. Uh, buddy, I appreciate you staying up and hanging in there. I know it's not your normal thing, but uh, that was fascinating. And you're welcome to come back anytime. Same to you, Dave. You know, I love you, you motherfucker. You're both a couple of right cunts. And uh, no worries, mate. <laughs> uh, shit. Anyway, you guys, I appreciate you listening. I thank you so much. If you'd like to uh, 
support the show. You can like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your friends, mama about the show. Get at me on Twitter at PoBoyPod at JodyB501. Shout out to the sponsors. We have merch. Go buy some shit. Hats, boots, fucking anything you can think of. I'll make it. Send it to me. We'll figure it out. You want some shit with my face on it? Let's make it happen. We have merch.com, motherfucker. And also, Spunk Lube. Hey, if you want to get your fuck on, baby, just put some slippery on your dick. Yeah. Spunk Lube's great stuff, guys. Uh, I use it every time I bang my wife. And you'll be happy to know that uh, it, she enjoys it very much. Sometimes so much that I have to put on a little more just to really get in there. But sometimes it's worth it. When you slip right inside and there's no friction, it's just it's quite pleasurable. And I enjoy it very much. So, spunkloop.com, you bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, guys, um, I don't normally do this. Normally I try to keep all my bullshit kind of under wraps but basically uh had a crazy weekend uh recorded this episode saturday morning and then after that my wife and i and our little boy drove to fort smith arkansas which is two two and a half hours from here uh north for a wedding my wife's cousin and the drive went okay we got up there we met with her family uh, I went on a beer run with her uncle shortly after we got there. So we're there maybe 30 minutes. My, uh, her uncle and I go get some beer, some wine. We come back. And as we come in, we meet my wife's mom, stepdad, brother, and grandpa. The one that we talk about all the time. Jack, the old man. And as I go to park the car, I come in the door. Uh, I'm get volunteered basically to carry the booze which is nice and we start making our way to the elevator long story short somewhere between the elevator and the tile floor the before the elevator uh old jack lost his balance i don't know if he tripped i don't know exactly what happened but i had an armful of shit and i watched my wife's 91 year old grandpa uh big tree fall hard right on the fucking pavement i'm pretty sure uh he broke his leg and possibly fucked his hip up a little bit so it really was a, a very scary little incident um you know i don't know if you've ever seen a a 91 year old man cry in front of you that sucks he thought he ruined the wedding and i just said buddy it's fine they're gonna have the wedding whether you're there or not don't worry about it but uh you know he's 91 what do you expect um uh, you know he went down real hard and unfortunately after going to the hospital they found out that something needs to kind of be fixed but i don't know if they're going to do surgery because he's so old so he may end up having to stay uh in that regional facility for a little while just for rehabilitation and all kinds of good stuff like that so that happened and then the wedding was okay my son was supposed to be a paul or not a paul bear damn it uh a ring bearer and during the service after everybody came down the groomsmen the bridesmaids the flower girl my little boy ran from one of the church aisle all the way down to where the priest was up onto the stage past the podium to the vestibule or the baptismary whatever the fuck where they give people baptisms he got chased out by some lady who I guess worked at the church and then another relative caught him 
and he started hollering like immediately after the wedding started so we had to bail from that went to the hospital saw the old man we got some chicken nuggets my wife went to the reception and i went back to the hotel room with my boy so it's been just kind of a low-key weekend with a lot of excitement and unfortunately we're trying to figure all that out so you know i don't need anything from you motherfuckers i just appreciate you listening to me ramble um you know maybe some some good luck would be nice uh just sucks man you know i saw him go down and you kind of have that that feeling like maybe you could have reacted a little better i'm not the flash but it just you know it sucks you hate to see people that you love kind of get old and a little bit uh, uh, fumbly, unfortunately. So hopefully he gets better and everything works out fine. But now that I brought the show down a couple pegs, <laughs> you motherfuckers, I love you. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, come back and see you next week. But you do the same. You motherfuckers, put your boots on, do some work, and uh, enjoy being alive, motherfucker, because you never know. I'll catch your ass next week.